0: Oh man, let me tell you, I I, I have got the stupidest joke possibly in the history of this podcast, rarer to go.
1: That's high praise.
0: <laughs> no, it's the opposite. It's a scathing indictment. <laughs>
1: But, well, it's a thing. Of, it's like for all the stupid jokes that happen on this show, it loops back up from being a low bar to being high out. Because, like, okay, well, then what's the new threshold then? Well, I don't know because
0: it's probably not the stupidest joke, but it's the cross section of stupidest joke that I'm the proudest of, and I can't wait. But you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to stick around. When am I gonna drop it? Who knows? Okay. But but you'll see. You'll all see. Hmm. I I threatened that about something, and now I forget what it was. Nope, now I remember. Anyways, welcome to Under the Bridge,
1: everybody! Welcome to Under the Bridge, with that roundabout, turnabout intro. (laughs) Alright, settle down, Phoenix
0: Wright. (laughs) I'm Cody, aka the Scarlet Troll. And I'm Greg, aka Greg. And let's get into it. Indeed. We are in the last week of a pre-Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC world. Doesn't really matter because they won't fix the game, but I'm still gonna get it anyway because I'm a chump.
1: Oh, dear.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's not my gaming news, though. The gaming news this week is also movie news. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, they already covered everything about the DLC ahead of it coming out, so we'll see. We'll see what secrets it holds. Anyways, Hmm. Annapurna Animation is working on its next phase of movies, which includes the next title from Ice Age director Chris Wedge. We don't actually know what the title is, but the interesting thing is they are planning on making an adaptation, an animated one, of stray really yes okay that uh that much anticipated and then i believe pretty well received game in which you play as a cat in a city of robots
1: yes i haven't played it but i've watched gameplay of it it's it's really pretty and it's kind of cute and from what i can gather a little bit sad i i really i actually really want to play it i just don't have a pc i can play it on (laughs) I'm just glad it's not Illumination. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. See, that's fi- oh, God. If it was Illumination, I probably wouldn't be interested. <laughs> I'm imagining
0: an Illumination, and I- I'm being a little unfair, because they did make the Super Mario Brothers movie, and I mean, I also mm-hmm. like the first Despicable Me, and the second one wasn't bad, and the third one exists, but... And you know what? I even like Minions a little bit. Anyways, the, the point I'm getting at is, I-, I just see a trailer in my head of a robot... It it starts with that robot waking up, hitting his alarm clock while Mariah Carey's fantasy plays in the background.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, it,
0: and now, now it's just, like, him running across the cat and it just somehow changing his life. I don't understand how this would go, but...
1: I mean, that honestly does sound a little bit adorable.
0: <laughs> but it also sounds gross. Canned and gross.
1: A little bit cookie-cutter at the same time.
0: Yeah. You remember when everybody was saying Illumination was going to make Legend of Zelda? Oh, Christ. (laughs) everybody was expecting,
1: this is the kingdom of Hyrule.
0: We built this city!
1: Oh, I don't think I'd be able to check out from a movie any faster (laughs) than that. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible notion. Now that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: So, I'm actually a little bit looking forward to this. Annapurna Animation did make Nimona, which I still haven't seen, but has been getting some really good praise, and I still need to check it out. Alrighty. So, we'll see what happens with this one. Mm. If it happens. (laughs) Fingers crossed. There were a lot of events this weekend, actually. Alrighty. Yeah, there was... Venice Film Festival was still happening, the Toronto International Film Festival started happening, I think, and...
1: It's... Okay.
0: Yeah, no, those things run for like a week.
1: Oh, Fair. As to say, like, did something stop it from, like, that it ended prematurely? No,
0: it's just one of the, it's not like a thing where, you, where it's, where it's one and done in a weekend. Okay. And Speaking of, we didn't get D23 this year because it's biannual. Not the one that means twice a year, the one that means every other year. I, I hate that prefix so much in relation to time. Wait, so it's not biannual, but it's every other year? That is also what... Biannual means two different things. It's like it's like bimonthly. But... Yeah, it's the stupidest... No. no it's the stupidest convention <laughs> of the English language. And I say yeah, that... It's like, I say it's that like, it's... knowing that's not true, but it's right up there with the fact that Q doesn't exist as a letter on its own without U behind it, in any fucking word that I can think of that's actually English. <laughs> think about it.
1: I mean, no, that I've noticed. I have very much noticed that. But it's like, no, if it's... Biannual and every other year are the same thing.
0: <laughs> no, biannual could also mean twice a year. Oh,
1: true. Yeah, that's what makes
0: it infuriating. It's like b-
1: okay, bi-monthly no, is that
0: every other month or is it twice a month?
1: Mm. What does it mean? That's true. What does it mean, Jerry? <laughs> so
0: it, th- they they had Destination D twenty three where they hyped up. They did a lot of parks announcements, which I didn't really pay attention to because Disney is expensive. Yeah. But they did announce the dates for D23-2024. It is going to be a massively expanded convention. Okay. Because it is taking place August 4th to
1: August 11th. So a full week. A full week. A full damn Disney week. Okay. I'm assuming they're banking on the strikes being over at that point. Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, if the strikes aren't over by August of next year, we got a fucking problem.
1: We have a lot of problems.
0: (laughs) And by we, I mean them. Mm. I'll be fine. I'll probably be going into withdrawal of not having new movies, but I'll be fine. Fair. (laughs) The psychological aspect should not be underestimated here. (laughs) It's also going to be taking place at different locations. There's a kickoff event at Disneyland Resort on August 8th. The exhibits and panels and what have you are going to be the 9th to 11th at the Anaheim Convention Center. D23 Day is going to be celebrated at Angel Stadium for the Angels vs. Mets game.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
0: Boy, that'll be really great, assuming they got actors and writers to promote stuff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So basically, it sounds like for that week, Disney is taking over Los Angeles then. Yeah, probably. Jesus.
0: Then, they also announced a... I can't believe this. Since this is their 100th anniversary, Mm. they're doing a huge collection called the Disney Legacy Animated Film Collection.
1: Featuring 100 films. Is that going to be something that they're selling? Yes. For how much? Oh, well, first, let me tell you some of the contents here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is not a good start.
0: <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Buyers
0: will receive an engraved crystal paperweight shaped like the famous Mickey Mouse ears hat from Disney World. A- I don't
1: fucking care about that. <laughs> a numbered certificate of authenticity. Okay,
0: fair. A lithograph poster of Wish, the upcoming animated film. Uh, don't care. And the films range from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs all the way up to Strange World and Kanto. A Goofy movie's on there, which is neat. Okay. Toy Story, Fantasia, all of that. Now, uh...
1: <clears throat> <laughs> is this the part where I get to guess how much money it is? Yeah, you
0: know what? <laughs> take, a, take a stab at it.
1: Okay, so it's Disney, It's it's... A bunch of shit, and it's probably horrifically overpriced. I'm gonna say $700. Uh,
0: you're you're halfway
1: there almost. <laughs> are you serious? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen <laughs> hundred. Yep. Fuck off. For are they VHSs?
0: I mean,
1: the, the, if they were VHSs, then I could justify no, that. Almost. Hold on.
0: <laughs> the crazy thing is, if you do the math, that mm-hmm. is literally. F- Fifteen dollars per film, so that's not that terrible.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair.
0: Now the sheer, the sheer aggrandosity
1: of it all. That's a five-dollar word.
0: I made it up. Thank you.
1: <laughs> okay. Fair. I'm
0: pretty sure I made it up. I I, mm. I have to check now. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I made up that word.
1: Okay. Fair. All right. <laughs> I,
0: I'll stick with it. Aggrandosity. That's it now. Mm. Uh, this this is a good joke. Not as not as good as this one joke that's coming, let me tell you. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, dear God.
0: <laughs> You're gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're gonna be like, i waited all this time for that.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's to say, on a scale of one to antifreeze, how <laughs> mad are we talking? <laughs> I, I think it's
0: pretty close. Okay. <laughs> if, I, I'm hyping this joke up for nothing is the best part. This, this is an absolute okay. nothing of a joke.
1: Anyway. But I've
0: been giggling about it ever since I thought about it.
1: Okay, so $15 a movie, plus a bunch of other fancy decorative shit. Yeah,
0: in. but also, like, bro, I don't have $1,500 to spend on anything.
1: Is there going to be a physical of it, or is it all digital? No, this is all physical. No. How big is this? Like, what are they putting it in? I don't I don't fucking know. It's got to be, like, a suitcase or something.
0: I mean, it could just be, like... You could, <laughs> you could fit a lot of discs into one Blu-ray container if you're brave enough. Mm, fair. So it doesn't have to take up that much space.
1: It's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, I ordered this, like, expensive special edition, and it's like, I wonder what it's going to come. And it's just like, it's an Amazon box. It's ordered- like a cardboard box, <laughs> but it's like the Amazon logo's been haphazard replaced with, like, the Disney ears. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's a payment plan or something? That- no, no. Yeah, it's just, it's like, hey, look, man, this is the best we had. We had to recoup some money after the writer's strike, okay? Uh <laughs> Yeah. So, uh yeah, that's that's hefty, and I look forward to
0: not getting that but staring at it longingly.
1: Hefty, hefty, hefty. Disney Disney Disney.
0: That's better. <laughs> that's a better one. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna delete mine and keep yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm not covering a lot at the film festivals that are happening because a lot of those movies are kinda out of our wheelhouse.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I did wanna note that the Golden Lion, which is a set of awards they give out for uh, okay. at the Venice International Film Festival. The Golden Lion for best film shown there actually went to poor things.
1: Okay. Um...
0: Emma Stone and Willem Dafoe. Oh! Oh, okay. Yeah, the Frankenstein Neat. one. Neat. Yeah. Alright. I know we're both looking forward to that one, so I wanted to share that bit of news so we can get even <laughs> more hype about it.
1: See, there we go.
0: Cause ah, I love it, and the stone is great.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. And Mark Ruffalo is great. Willem Defoe is great. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, they're they're all generally
0: great. <laughs> and I still haven't seen the lighthouse. Or, not the lighthouse. The lobster. That's the one. I also haven't seen the lighthouse. I need to fix that.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen the lighthouse either.
0: I gotta I gotta I gotta step my game up. You know how bad I am at checking the Criterion Channel. <laughs> I'll tell you, there were eight Roger Corman adaptations of Edgar Allan Poe sitting there the whole time, and I didn't realize until now because they're leaving at the end of the month.
1: Oh, dear God. So I'm two in. You're two in?
0: <laughs> I'm two in as of when I started a few days ago. Alrighty. Yeah. So that, obviously, not a lot there because we still haven't seen the movie, but, um, yeah.
1: It's encouraging. Exactly.
0: Exactly. This one's not exactly strike-related, so I'm leaving it out, but it is related to You Need to Pay People More.
1: It's strike-adjacent. It's a 45-degree line.
0: I mean,
1: eh...
0: eh. (laughs) So, Kevin Williamson, who, he's the creator of the Scream franchise, he wrote the scripts for the first one, the second one, and the fourth one. Okay. Was on the Happy Horror Time podcast, and in this interview, he said that the executives involved with the series really need to pay Neve Campbell what she's worth so she can come back for Scream 7.
2: Because,
0: mm. of course, she left because she felt like the offer that they gave her wasn't reflective of what she brought to the
1: franchise. I mean, fair. Yeah. She knows what she's worth, and if they're not putting up, or putting up what, sold, then, yeah, fuck them at if that If they point. won't put up, they need to shut up. It's...
0: Sh- so, Williamson's exact words were, I know exactly where she's coming from. I know her well. I love and adore her, and that's what she did, and it's great for her. I love everyone involved with Stream, and all I can say is, pay her the money. Yes, you heard it, everyone. That's what I would do. I would give her the money. (laughs) I'm sure there's a number they can agree on that will make them both happy, so hopefully one day they will figure that all out, and who knows? One day.
1: Hopefully one day soon.
0: Now, on the one hand, I'm all for paying people what
1: they're worth. Yes.
0: On the other hand, I feel like maybe the Scream franchise will, would do better moving slightly away from Sydney. Mm. Like, I feel like there's only so many times you can have completely separate ghost faces going after her, you know? Fair, yeah. It starts to get real tiresome after a while, just like the fact that nobody, every, there's one point every fucking movie where somebody knocks them down and then they just keep fucking running. No! No! Stop his fucking head in!
1: Yeah, put fuck him up. Put yeah.
0: your back to a wall so they can't. So the other ghost face can't sneak up on you, because there's always two there are, a master and an apprentice.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. The rule of two.
0: <laughs> always two there are, have a ghost I ever, and a have face. I ever told
1: Have I ever, ever told you about Darth Shaggy the Wise?
0: It's not a story <laughs> the Jedi would tell you?
1: I'm trying to think of a, a joke to lead in, since it wasn't in the first screen that the gentleman who plays Shaggy- You're right! TV that was do. Matthew Lillard! Yeah, Matthew Lillard. Holy that's... shit! <laughs> he
0: was one of the killers!
1: Yeah, it's like, that's why I said, have I ever told you about Darth Shaggy the Wise, or what Always have you? true
0: there are, a Shaggy and a Scoob.
1: <laughs> it's like it's bit Scoob with a with a red lightsaber, only he holds it with his tail. <laughs> Ruh-roh, Raggy. Ruh-roh, Raggy? There's- Oh no, that's Anakin. No, I'm not gonna continue with that joke. <laughs> okay then. I was basically gonna say, Rutwell Raggy, there's there's Jedi Padawans about. <laughs> oh, this is a terrible bit. Yes it is. <laughs> let's get into the strikes. Yes. Oh boy, let's get to pay your fucking writers. Yep, pay your writers.
0: Do 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 pay your fucking writers
1: And now actors.
0: In a recent update, the Writers Guild of America suggested that suggested that studio member companies of the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers break off and negotiate individual deals, basically going, yeah, the streamers are the ones fucking you over. Hmm.
1: Oh, that's an interesting take.
0: Yeah, they said, those same executives and others have said they're willing to negotiate on proposals that the AMPTP has presented to the public as deal breakers. On every single issue we're asking for, we've had at least one legacy studio executive tell us they could accommodate
1: us. Okay. So what, it's the thing, like, there's one executive who said, yeah, I can do that. It's just that because it's just one guy, the entity as a whole doesn't... It's so so stupid. Right? (laughs) Right?
0: It's basically the people who are arguing for them going, no, 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 if you cave on this, they're going to walk all over you. And it's like, but we can't actually do anything without them. Yeah, well, uh, stick it out, stick it out. They'll go broke eventually. Yeah. I feel like this is making us out to be the bad guys. <laughs> Turns around wearing a monocle, a top hat, and tying someone to a railroad track. No! Not at yeah. all!
2: They're just spotless!
1: Has the Penguin's umbrella in their hand, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they argued that member companies should take control of the AMPT process itself, or decide to make a deal separately. At that point, a resolution to the strike will be in reach. So, Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it is Netflix and Amazon and Apple that are causing a problem, and I'm sure Disney and Warner
1: Brothers aren't helping. But yeah, I say if, if that does come to be a thing, I am definitely curious as to which studio would be the first one to make an individual deal at that point. I
0: feel like Sony's pretty fucking desperate.
1: Yeah, now, yeah, I, think I say it would that,
0: be... but I don't actually know what Sony's capital looks like in film division. I just think they're an easy punchline. All right,
1: that's fair. I mean, I feel like it would be. Honestly, part of my brain says I feel like it would be Disney.
0: No, no. Disney's fucking stubborn and evil. This is a dangerous combination.
1: <laughs> That's fair. It's, it,
0: it would be one of Sony Universal or Paramount, I think.
1: Hmm.
2: Okay.
0: Not... I mean, maybe... Maybe Lionsgate or, one of, or MGM or one of the other uh smaller ones, maybe. I don't know who owns what anymore.
1: It's hard to keep track of. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, it's getting depressing now. Mm. That's not the point. I mean, it kind of is the point, but it's not the point <laughs> that I'm trying to make. Right. We'll see what happens. Maybe they will. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll break off and they'll and they'll just turn their guns on the streamers. They're metaphorical guns. I'm not threatening actual
1: violence against people.
0: And then go. Yes. Give me give give g- g- give me the terms.
2: Put the terms oh. in the bag.
1: Now, the thing I'd be curious about is that, at that point, what happens to the numbers when it comes to all the streaming thing? Because I think, if I remember right, the main reason this has all been going on is because no one wants to really reveal reveal how well streaming does or does not do when it comes to this stuff. That's
0: only a piece of the puzzle, but it is a pretty decent one.
1: Yes, and that's honestly the piece I'm most curious
0: about. I mean, I guess it's not a problem for the studios that don't have streaming services, so, Sony yeah <laughs> which is honestly wow. part of why i figured they might be one of the first ones no like i i say it like i'm making fun of them but actually speaking it works to their benefit
1: yeah it man doesn't it it really is amazing to think about when you said that it's like wow sony is the only like major company that has not gone full into the whole like, movies on demand thing yeah they just
0: keep licensing their shit out to everybody else
1: yeah and that's it's gonna be funny if that's actually the thing that saves their ass <laughs> it's like we don't have a horse in this race why don't we give a fuck mm. we didn't sink millions
0: of dollars into a, <laughs> into a streaming service we just sank hundreds of millions of dollars into a terrible spider-man adjacent films
1: but it was still more cost effective <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes. Yeah. Probably. Y- yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know I- what? Stares at how much Disney spends on average per Marvel series. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's hard to argue with.
1: If Sony not having a streaming service actually means that they're the ones that come out on top, that would be fucking hilarious. That's.
0: I'm gonna laugh. I'm really gonna laugh. Mm. Oh man. <laughs> Secret <laughs> Invasion was 220 million dollars, and I don't fucking know how.
1: I I haven't. Wa- I mean, of course, I haven't watched it, but it's just how guys don't don't <laughs> bother just fucking just i don't think i'm going to after how you talked about yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i'll i'll probably like watch clips of it on youtube if anything anyways i i've got some more strike news oh boy
0: apparently warner brothers television group has suspended a number of overall deals for its top creatives
1: wait what does that mean like they've just suspended negotiations
0: no it means like they had deals with certain high-profile people like J.J. Abrams Bad Robot, Greg Berlanti, Chuck Lorre, Mindy Kaling. Mm
2: -hmm. So
0: they had deals in place with them to make content for them, essentially. Or at least to present ideas to them for content or something similar. And those have all been suspended, presumably because right now they're just burning money, paying them to basically not be able to do anything.
1: Part of me feels like that shouldn't be allowed. (laughs) Well, the deals haven't been canceled. Okay. They've just been put on hold.
0: Yeah, it's just a case of presumably once this is all over, we'll resume and extend it however long it was paused for. Mm. I would hope. Okay. But now that we're like what, three months in into, into the writer's strike? No. This is this is yeah, this is the fourth month. Jesus. Okay. It's been that long, huh? Yeah, that was in May. Oh my god. <laughs> Actor strike's been happening for like two months now, I think?
1: So it's in May. May, June, July, August, September. Yeah, we're, we're into more, month four at this point. Jesus
0: Christ. Oh, man. And then Universal has also started doing the same. Because Lorne Michaels' Broadway video and Dwayne Johnson's Seven Bucks, along with some others, who knows? We don't know the
1: full details.
0: Also have had their deals suspended while these strikes are ongoing. You
1: know what's unfortunate is that the main Pe for... That I got out of that is that I didn't know that Dwayne Johnson not only had his own production studio, but had one that was just called Seven Bucks.
2: Oh
0: yeah, lots of actors have their own production company. Oh okay. Eventually, once you get enough clout, you can you can try to get whatever you want made, but you need a production company to make that happen.
1: I mean, it's that's fair. It's kind of like how certain musicians like just straight up started their own record labels. So
0: yeah, let's go to trailers. Oh boy, it's trailer time. Trailer time indeed. No, trailer time again. (laughs) That's a bad joke. Not as bad as what's coming, though! (laughs) Just you wait!
1: Oh, Jesus
0: Christ. Oh, man! I'm really (laughs) setting myself up for failure here! I'm gonna have to cut all these references if this joke doesn't land. (laughs) Anyways. It's trailer time again! We've got movie previews to watch. It's trailer time again. All right.
1: So, what do we want to start with? Well,
0: uh, first, I want to point out we did get a teaser trailer for Aquaman: The Lost Kingdom. I didn't bother to watch it because apparently, oh, we're I didn't getting even,
1: the. Re- I didn't even know that happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're getting. It was thirty seconds long, and we're getting the real trailer in like a, a few days, so we'll cover okay. it next week. Alrighty. And also, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you tricked me with the first Aquaman DC. I came out of the theater thinking that was a really good time, and then I re-watched it and realized, this is fucking boring. Mm. You won't get me again! You gotta make this actually look good. I skipped the Flash, I'll skip Aquaman. <laughs> you think I won't? I'm crazy! I'm watching Blue Beetle limp to the finish line of the box office! You think I'm not desperate?
1: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: I'm so fucking desperate! <laughs> Anyways, let's start with, uh, I don't know, um exorcist believer i guess
1: uh I, I i still have the same lacking interest in seeing this movie as i did the first time <laughs> not hope by realizing that the exorcist is like a nearly 40 year old franchise as well yeah i i actually re- learned that this past week because i saw the trailer before us recording like i saw it like a couple days ago and i was just like let me look this up real quick as These movies have been a thing for 40 years. Okay.
0: Bro, shit from the 80s is becoming 40 years old now. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Ten years from now, it'll be shit from the 90s, and you know what that means.
1: It means we're getting old. (laughs) It means we're going to be old. Mm. God damn. But no, I mean, as far as the trailer itself, I mean, it is still as terrifying as before. It's, It's still kind of... I don't know. I can't really get too mad about this because, again, 40-year franchise, but it's the whole thing of, like, we've met before, it know- it wants me, it knows me, where's the other girl? I have no idea <laughs> who the who the hell you are.
0: <laughs> Presumably she was the protagonist of the first one, I think. Hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna have to catch up on at least the first two, because I think this is only a sequel to the first two. Oh, Really? Yeah, there's, like, six of these things, but, like, they're ignoring most of them. Uh,
1: okay, fair enough. Or,
0: like, half of them? I don't know, the first trailer was scarier.
1: Yes, it was. I feel like this trailer kind of gave away a little bit too much.
0: Yeah, especially with the, oh, it's gonna be a sadistic choice kind of thing, where it's gonna be like, we'll let one of them go, but you have to pick. Which means, most likely, she's gonna save both, but...
1: That was my thought when that happened, it's like, oh, they have to pick one of the girls, or the other one dies? I wonder what'll happen next. It's like, so they're gonna have some bullshit way of setting them bow.
0: Wait, it depends. Did a white guy green light this movie? <laughs>
1: ah. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Eliza? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Fuck me. Am Holy I incorrect? <laughs> Damn. All right. Is All there right, a point.
0: fundamental flaw in my Jesus. in my question?
1: <laughs> point taken. Oh, man. Fu- oh, I apologize. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. So I,
0: I guess I'll see when this comes out. Early October. It is early October, right? Yeah. I,
2: Six? I think Six. so, yeah.
0: Now, this next one I'm excited for, even though it looks stupid as fuck. Oh, boy. Because it's
1: Thanksgiving. The dad is the villain. (laughs) A hundred percent. The way he uh, looks around and goes, let's eat. It's like, you are so the fucking bad guy. You know,
0: you're probably (laughs) right. (laughs) think
1: of it. Either that or he's one of the first people to die. (laughs) I thought
0: it was just stilted, send-up acting. Because for those who might not remember when it came up as a news item before... This started off as a fake trailer in the movie Grindhouse.
1: Oh! Yeah, this oh, was okay.
0: a... This was supposed to be, like, a trailer showing in front of a movie, but it was a fake movie, obviously, about someone going on a rampage on Thanksgiving. The joke being, of course, you know, you've got Christmas killers, you've got Halloween killers, where's Thanksgiving? Well, here it is. So, this is a stupid fucking premise being made intentionally so. So it's supposed to be kind of tongue-in-cheek. Okay. However, now I'm fully on board with your assessment that it's probably the dad who's the killer.
1: <laughs> to that end, since this is something that, this is something that shows in front of like the movie in the universe of Grindhouse or whatever, I feel like this is gonna be something where it's actually like an unusually short film as well. I have nothing to base that off. That's just kind of like the idea that I get from it all.
0: Yeah, who knows? I don't. When does this movie come out? Hold on a second. Also, they, 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 They kept a girl bouncing on a trampoline, which is very uncomfortable for reasons that are evident if you've watched the original fake trailer.
1: Which I have not.
0: Uh, because there's a bit in in the original trailer when she's bouncing on the, uh, trampoline and she's doing splits. And as she does so, the killer, like, pokes a knife up through the bottom of the trampoline. Oh! You don't see it, but you know it's coming.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: God damn. Terrible.
1: Very. Oof.
0: Oh, November seventeenth. This is gonna be a fun holiday season.
1: Yeah, as I say, they're they are ramping up spooky season, aren't they?
0: Man, the the worst part is this is Eli Roth, so I should hate it. Mm. But I'm still excited anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: Much like how I'm excited for the for the last bit of trailer time, we got a teaser trailer for Hayao Miyazaki's last film, allegedly for real this time, The Boy and the Heron.
1: This looks good. Yeah. I wonder. I'm curious when when it's supposed to take place. Looks like during some kind of war. Yeah, but this this looks good. It looks well. I mean, saying it looks well designed is such like it's one of those things. Where, like, well, yeah, no shit. It's a Miyazaki movie. That's that's not a shock. The Pacific War, apparently. Oh, okay. Well, then it's I, man. That is just why is that so easy for me? It's like. Oh, you have a movie set during World War II? Well, you've got my interest. <laughs> God, I, I
0: I love the fact that they got Werner Herzog in *The Wind Rises*. Oh yes. <laughs> Build the fucking plane, you coward. <laughs> it's, it's a complicated profession. You think he's gonna quit this time? You think he, you think he's actually done?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, wasn't it a thing like the last time he tried to quit? He did it because his son took over and he wasn't happy with what he created. I don't remember. Okay. Then again, he is 82, so... I feel like Miyazaki is very much one of those people where as long as he has a desire to animate and the ability to animate, he's gonna keep doing it. Regardless of people trying to tell us, like, no, you're too... He'll be like, no, you're too old. It's like, fuck you, I draw. (laughs) (laughs) Or direct my artist. I don't know, like, what his role is for the most part. Oh, wait. But... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, like I said, I was just going to repeat what I said, which is like, I feel like he's one of those people where as long as he has the ability to, he's never going to be fully retired.
0: Yeah, because apparently at the Toronto International Film Festival, Mm. Studio Ghibli executive Junichi Nishioka said, other people say that this might be his last film, but he doesn't feel that way at all. He's currently working on ideas for a new film. He comes into his office every day and does that. This time he's not going to announce his retirement at all. He's continuing working just as he's always done.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah,
0: alright. <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? This movie had no marketing in Japan, and it still took in, like, 52 million. Really? Like, I don't even think they did trailers for it.
1: Oh, they just said, hey, there's a Miyazaki movie now. <laughs> yeah, it's his last one, guys, we swear. And people just want to see it. Alright, hey, I mean, I guess talk about word of mouth being powerful.
0: Yeah, they released one poster. No trailers, no images, no synopsis, no casting
1: details. <laughs> Just a single singular poster. That's it. Alrighty, and I guess that's all you need sometimes. 52
0: mil. Mm. Just in Japan. <laughs> Fucking nuts. S- Alright. Clout counts for a lot.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Speaking of box office, let's talk about it.
1: Let's indeed.
0: Did I see the highest grossing movie this weekend? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> None fortunately? Fuck. That's, that's not the joke, by the way. <laughs>
1: Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it's still coming. Uh, it's, just...
0: it's still coming, Greg. I,
1: I was gonna be mad because it's like that's like I was gonna be mad because a that's a bad b- joke and b that's the best you could come up with that you were hyping up this. No, entire I got time. I got a
0: worse one coming.
1: You were the chosen one, <laughs> Cody Kin.
0: <laughs> Anna Cody, thank you.
1: Anna Cody,
0: <laughs> uh, and so the nun too. Thirty two point six million dollar domestic weekend and in total. million worldwide, $22 million budget. Oh, really? Well, you could tell they weren't paying the writers for it, but...
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, hey, I mean, at least that means it's making a profit. (laughs) No, it
0: was so crazy listening to David Zazlov talk about all these profitable franchises that WB has and not bring up The Conjuring a single time. Mm. These movies get made real cheap, and they bring in pretty good bucks. Okay. And this is no exception, for better or for worse. <laughs> Second place, Equalizer three. Alrighty, twelve million dollar domestic weekend, sixty one point seven million dollar domestic total, and one hundred seven point five million dollars worldwide. It has made mm. back its production budget of seventy million. There's still marketing to consider, but I feel like there wasn't a lot of marketing for this. Hmm. I didn't see a lot. Okay. Third place, my big fat Greek wedding three. Ten million dollar domestic weekend, and in total sitting at 12.7 million dollars worldwide, I can't find a budget. Wait, you said
1: 12.7 million worldwide? Yes. Jesus fuck, that's a bad opening weekend in general.
0: Well, I mean when you think about it, like it's probably not going to play super well in countries that require a lot of translation. Mm, fair. There's a reason why blo- action blockbusters tend to be the ones that do best overseas. Mm. But yeah, can't okay. find a can't find a concrete budget. I've seen speculation of million, but I I, I, I don't know. Fair. Fourth place, a movie I didn't even know was coming out, and now I'm sad that I didn't get a chance to see this weekend, but also glad because it was two hours and 45 minutes long, an Indian action thriller called Jawan. Jawan. I'm probably butchering this, and I apologize. took in $6.1 million domestically this weekend, $7.4 million domestic total, so I think it released a little bit ahead of the weekend and hmm. apparently $10.8 million worldwide. I don't know. I'm having a hard time finding the actual international release info. I had to do some math for the budget, so I might be off and I apologize. Hmm. Because what I found was that the budget was 300 crore.
1: Which translates to... A crore
0: is apparently 10 million rupees. I...
1: Oh, I was gonna
0: say, like, what the fuck? So... <laughs> so I went with, it was 300 of 10 million, so I guess 3 billion in rupees if I have got that math right. I tried to make sure I had the number of zeros right when I plugged it into a conversion calculator, and I got a roughly 36 million dollar budget. I could be off. Okay. I don't trust my math or my ability to look up what units of measurement are. (laughs) And then in fifth place, just, just fucking guess. Take a wild swing.
1: Gran Turismo.
0: It's Barbie. (laughs) (laughs)
1: ladies and gentlemen I give you 2023's Top Gun like how many weeks has it been in the top 5 at this point since it came out Literally, it's been like 2 months yeah and then they'll re-release it and then it'll get back up in there Uh. (laughs) like they did with Top Gun
0: yeah 5.7 million dollar domestic weekend 620 million dollar domestic total it's now at 1.4 something billion worldwide Mm. Which, mwah.
1: I want to say for the record that there is a universe where if I was more proactive and getting physical movies, I very much would have Top Gun Maverick, Oppenheimer, and Barbie sitting on my shelf together. I...
0: <laughs> oh, I will at some point. Maybe not Top Gun Maverick. I wasn't as big a
1: fan, but... Mm. Yeah. So I saw The Nun 2. And how was The Nun 2? Well... It was... Was it pretty nunny? No, that's...
0: Fuck! I should have made. Yeah, I should have made that the worst
1: joke. But like,
0: that's. Congrats! You stole the thunder right out from under me. That's the worst. That's the worst. You've okay. done it. The real worst joke was the friends we made along the way. God damn it!
1: I say, were you getting, were you just getting ready to make the joke when I said that? No,
0: I, I was gonna make my joke, and then you said that. <laughs>
1: uh, well, What's your joke?
0: My joke was, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. But I wouldn't make a habit out of it <sighs> Wouldn't make a habit out of it.
1: Uh, Cause they're nuns. Shut the fuck up, that's bad. <laughs> Yours was
0: worse. Yours was so much worse. Don't you fucking get disappointed in me
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. You let okay. that you
0: let that nunny shit fly. <laughs>
1: Yes, I said it. I'm having none of it. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> Look, my approach might be unconventional, but
1: No, we're not doing this because then the podcast is gonna go for twice as long. We're not gonna have a pr- pun war. <laughs>
0: the worst part is I know I did this when the first one came out. <laughs> I know this happened. I remember this happened.
1: You remember these puns. Yes. Mm. Anyways, this was uh...
0: pretty this was pretty stupid. <laughs>
1: Uh color me surprised
0: yeah so this is the 8th Conjuring film now I say nine. I don't give a fuck what they say Curse of La Llorona is one Annabelle's in it it's got another supporting character from the from the Conjuring movies it's part of the verse fuck off
1: I was getting—I was getting ready to say it's like okay, so it's the eighth, but is it canon? The one that they say isn't, even though the main characters that are always in these movies show up in it.
0: <laughs> no, I—I I count it. I it 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 fucking it counts.
1: counts. It absolutely counts. Like
0: oh, what this horror movie's is of a slightly different play than our other horror movies. So let's not fu- <laughs> fuck it.
2: Who cares? Mm.
0: So this is the sequel to the farthest prequel of the conjuring
1: i beg your pardon <laughs>
0: because like the nuns as far back as it went and this is a sequel to that i think it's as far back as it went hmm now see wikipedia says it's the ninth
1: yeah yeah
0: Wiki- yeah wikipedia accounts curse of la
1: wikipedia <laughs> says it must
0: be true it's peer-reviewed good
1: it's peer-reviewed
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um i really don't want to talk about the nun too
1: Okay. But I will anyway. <laughs> TLDR, the movie is bad, don't see it.
0: <laughs> in, for, yeah. Father Bird. <laughs> f- fuck, that's a spoiler. <laughs> I'm cutting that. The first actual thing I say about the movie, and it's an accidental spoiler. God, in fucking In case it. you
1: needed an example of how much this man does not give a fuck about this movie, it's like, so, Father Bird. <laughs> f- <laughs> Wait, shit. <laughs>
0: Well, it's, look, look, it's hard for me to remember what's a spoiler and what isn't, because you know what? This is a this is a sequel to a prequel of a movie that's had so many different spin-offs in so many different directions, I can almost keep better track of Kingdom Hearts timeline than I can- Actually, no, I can keep better track of Kingdom Hearts
1: timeline. Well, you're at least invested in Kingdom Hearts.
0: I should be invested in these, too. The first couple of these were great.
1: Mm. And also,
0: I still thought Annabelle was a fun time, even if it was fucking stupid. I've had a fun time with most of these. It's only like the Conjuring 3 where I was like, ugh, no. be fair. (laughs) No. But mostly just because, like, it had a really interesting premise and then did nothing with it and also tried to make a fucking Blondie song scary.
1: On a scale of one to fuck the police in us. It wishes it could be fuck the police in us. (laughs) That was great. Hmm.
0: So, okay, yeah, it's Taisa Farmiga. Okay, cool. So she's back, she's she's Irene, the nun from the first one. Not the, not the evil nun, the actual nun. The one who gets visions and shit. Oh, okay. Who's like an ancestor of, um, what's her name? Vera Farmiga's character. Hmm. Lorraine! That's it! Lorraine Warren, Jesus, the fucking scam artist. Oh, okay. <laughs> not in the movies, but in real life. Right. Anyways... She's back. And so is Valak, the, the 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 demon, the big the big bad, the, the the, the nun. Yeah, the nun, the the big nun but
1: the big nun Shimmy
0: noga no, that's
1: worse. Shimmy, Chimich- oh my god.
0: Nunchos <laughs> were right there. How did I not? <laughs> <laughs> that's enough of this like, alright...
1: Alright, so this is your multiple choice test quiz, kids. Like, which is the worst pun? A. Nunchelada. B. The Nunchos.
2: <laughs>
0: C. Shimmy Chnunga. <laughs> I, I, I like that I have to put a pause so I can figure out where to put the word. Non. Like.
1: Secret answer D all of the above. <laughs> Secret answer: E. Nunny. Oh my god, Nunny!
2: <laughs> <laughs> the best part is, oh.
0: between all of these stupid <laughs> jokes, I feel like no matter which one you think is the worst, I have lived up to my promise that this episode contains the worst joke in the history of the
1: podcast. Several of them. Okay. I, I am correct,
0: no matter which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> this a terrible fucking review.
1: <laughs> Cuz well, it seems to go well with a terrible movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um Valak is back,
1: back again. <laughs> Guess who's No, I'm going to shut the fuck up now. <laughs> Tell your friends.
0: Guess who's back?
1: Ah, uh, but Valak again. Oh uh, uh, god
0: almighty. So... <laughs> <laughs> he... Y'all y'all have seen the first nun, right? Like I feel like <laughs> now I feel like I can't talk about this without spoiling the first nun, but this movie yeah, just... So much of the suspense in this movie assumes that you haven't seen the first nun or that you don't remember the first nun. Because it drags it out and the whole time I'm going I I know where this is you, you, you did
1: You did this before. You,
0: you told me this was where this was going because you already you already did the big twist in the in, in the first conjuring no not you, you you did the big twist where it turns out he was a guy who got mentioned in the first conjuring as being possessed, so like you you fucking you already you already set this up watching the characters hmm. stumble through to this obvious conclusion isn't fucking fun <laughs> this yeah. movie starts with an immolation and it's all downhill from there, really yeah no like okay i i I am not a fan of let's start with one of the biggest most epic things at the start of the movie just so we can reel people in like do you think people are just gonna walk away in the first five minutes if there's not something crazy happening
1: yeah and it's also the thing like you set yourself up for a bad time if you don't top whatever happens in that first bit
0: yeah it just means whatever whatever happens afterwards just kind of it's just kind of lulls until you get to the next beat yeah much of this movie is set in france but everyone speaks english except when they speak
1: french T- which I am assuming is very seldomly.
0: Yeah, no, like it was so weird because I wasn't thinking about it until one kid comes up and knocks on the door and goes Bonjour delivery and I'm just like fucking alright, oh, this is in France. <laughs> I couldn't tell because nobody was speaking French. Why is he saying what then why does he? <laughs> Are you okay, Monsieur? It's like FUCKING WHAT is what is with this kid? Mm. Is he actually speaking English? Is he speaking English but then they translate it into French? Because that's the foreign bit? (laughs) I don't understand this.
1: Part of my brain just went, it's like, man, it would be really unfortunate if this movie was doing the whole thing of, like, he speaks French because he's a kid and still learning, and then he'll eventually get up to the full English language. It's like, I don't, I hope that's not the angle the movie's going for, but that's just what popped in my head. I went, that would be incredibly unfortunate, and at (laughs) least moderately racist. (laughs) At absolute minimum, (laughs) moderately racist. (laughs) Storm Reed's in this
0: movie.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: And she's alright. <laughs> oh, her character doesn't do a lot for most of it. Okay. She's just kind of there so tight Safarmiga has someone to bounce off of. Oh. Okay. No, it's actually kind of frustrating.
1: Uh, it, it's the it's opposite of okay. Then.
0: It's just it's just <laughs> it's it's tedious. She's there to be a foil, but there's not enough conflict for the for her to actually be a foil. Like they get along fine. You could just tell it's just like Ah, uh, yes, this is where her arc is gonna go. Hmm. Frenchie's back. Okay. He's, he's alright.
2: <laughs> Good? <laughs> Good to
0: see him again, I guess. Yes. Who the fuck is Kate? Oh, that's the mom! Okay.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, the new characters in this, I, I don't even really remember the, I remember Sophie because nobody will stop saying her name.
1: Oh, like people just say Sophie throughout the movie.
0: I mean, they, they drop, they name drop her a lot, so it's easier to remember. Oh, uh, fair. She's alright. Caitlin Rose okay. Downey plays her. She's pretty good, as as kid actors go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, this... So, Valak's looking for something, and because of reasons, the, uh... The, the, what do you call it? What do you call the hierarchy of a church? Um... Oh, crap.
1: I should actually know what the word what is. One of
0: the cardinals, I guess, sends, mm-hmm. sends Irene to go look into it, because, like, Ah, uh, there's all these deaths happening, and they all see it. there's a straight path originating from Romania, so, um, mm. yeah. Mm. We need you to go check it out, because you're, you, 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 were in Romania. You survived <laughs> this demon before, you could do it again. You spit, yeah, you like... spit Christ's blood in his face, just go for it. It's... And it just, it just kind of drags. Mm. There was a point where I was like, okay, I feel like we gotta be 40 minutes in, check, not even 30. Ugh. <laughs>
1: How long does the movie's runtime? Hour fifty. Uh.
0: And like I said, a lot of it's wheel spinning while you wait for the characters to catch up to something that you already know because they gave it away at the but between conjuring and the first nun, they gave it away. Right. So then they're just like, nope, nope, we need them to catch up with it. Guys, this isn't interesting to watch, okay?
2: Mm.
0: And then, you know, the A lot of the subtleties are gone. You know? Oh really? Cause like mm. the first conjuring was really good at that kind of subtle horror, you know? Mm -hmm. And it made the more pronounced scares work better. Hmm. At this one, you're mostly just... You're onto it by now, you know? Right. The the subtle stuff... It's less subtle, first of all, but also, you're acclimated to it, so you're just waiting for the jump scare. And then, instead of doing a clever subversion of the jump scare, they'll just do a
1: jump scare. Mm Hmm. So there's, like, not really a major point to it at that point, then?
0: No, it just... it feels a lot less special than these used to be.
1: Mm. I wonder if it's a thing where they're like, okay, we've done a bunch of these movies and we've kind of done everything that we can that won't completely break people's suspension of disbelief. So what do you know? Well, just keep doing what we did before because hey, it won't break people's suspension of disbelief the first time, right? <laughs>
2: maybe stop
0: doing see. Maybe stop doing follow ups to the spinoffs. Maybe just keep doing more spinoffs. Yeah, like
1: yeah, yeah. Maybe
0: don't let one concept get stale. Just mix it up. Right. I'm going to regret saying that, because then we're going to get 50 of <laughs> these.
1: And they're all going to be uniquely, individually terrible. And then they'll be like, is this good enough, Cody? Is this good enough, Cody? Is this good enough, Cody?
0: I would love that. That would be really funny. <laughs> Them doing this just to stick it to me, particularly.
1: But then you could, you could also use that as you're being your big into Hollywood.
0: <laughs> yeah, I pissed off the Conjuring guys enough that they went out of their way to antagonize me specifically. This... there's another holy mcguffin in this movie i don't understand it <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just it's kind of dull oh unfortunate it's just dull and nothing really scared me in it just the jump scare has got a twitch but that's it
1: so it's a bit stale yeah it's that much like the biscuits that they would give you in church
0: now hold your, slow your roll there that's the body of christ you're talking shit about
2: I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, me neither. When I
1: went when I went to church as a kid, we I mean, I didn't do like the the wine bit cuz I was like 10, but I do remember having one of those faces at one point I was like, "Oh god, these are the most stale fucking things ever." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Why do people why do why do the adults like this?" <laughs> yeah, this movie is just the uh it's the involuntary reflex
0: of somebody getting up close to your face so you instinctively like scrunch up a little bit. But that's
1: it. Mm. See, now when you say that, I know what you're trying to get at, but what my face um, goes to is the music video for, of all things, the music video for Jizz in My Pants. What the fuck, Um, Greg? (laughs) (laughs) During the bit where he goes, like, with the Bruce Willis joke, like, that specific face the face that's always, like, in every meme ever. Yeah. That's what my brain, unfortunately, immediately went to. All right. It because cause it's the thing of like, I know you mean like in a bad way, but it's also like, okay, for me, this sounds like in a cannot even remotely take seriously way. <laughs> I feel like that's all I can really
0: say without getting into spoilers.
1: So, what? So, uh, so, does that mean
0: it's spoiler time? Just about. Uh, final conclusion okay. is I'm not going to say don't see it because it's not that bad,
1: but I'm not going to say see it. I imagine it's the thing of like, you don't feel comfortable saying not to go see it, but also say there are better things that you can spend your time and money on.
0: Yeah, like, there's nothing objectionable enough about it for me to go, ugh, this is an affront to my delicate horror sensibilities. But...
1: I feel like if someone says they have delicate horror sensibilities and mean it seriously, then that means they shouldn't be taken seriously to begin with. Oh
0: yeah, no, absolutely not. So, not the worst, but definitely on the lower end of things I've seen this year, because there was nothing really exciting about it. Except for a momentary... Oh, hey, it's you of seeing Frenchie again. That was nice.
2: Hmm.
0: Anyways, if you don't want to get spoiled, make sure spoilered. to... Spoilered. <laughs> if you don't want to be turned into that fin on the back end of a car, or have one slapped on top of your head as an <laughs> accessory, uh, make sure to click away in three, two, one. Okay, so the thing I've been trying to dance around, Father Burke's, Father Burke, what's his name? Fuck, now I've forgotten his name. Father, yeah, Burke, that's the one. He's dead, the guy mm. from the first one. Right. Cholera, apparently. Okay. Yeah. So that's why Irene's doing this on her own, except Storm Reed comes with her and, you know, the yada yada, talking about their families and what have you, and,
1: and I don't care. It's like, you know what what really is useful during, like, trying to figure out a murder mystery with, like, a demonic nun running about? Family bonding time! (laughs) (laughs) So, the big twist at the end of the first Nun is
0: that it turns out Frenchie's... We learn Frenchie's actual name, his full name, and it turns Mm -hmm. out he's a guy who the Warrens talk about in the first movie, saying that exorcisms can be very dangerous and his was an example, a listed example of one that failed. Okay. So, we already know at the end of the first The Nun, especially because they show us he's got like an upside down cross branded on the back of his neck now. So, we know he's possessed. Mm. But the movie takes so long to get to that. Mm. That it's just like, Jesus Christ!
1: Well, I don't think he can help in this
0: movie. No, I mean, he kind of does. <laughs> okay. I guess, technically. Hmm. So the, where do I, where do I go with this? He's looking for the eyes of St. Lucy. Okay. Which I, I, I don't understand. Are those her actual, like, because apparently she, they, they tried to set, the Herodic, pagans or whatever tried to set her on fire and she wouldn't burn. And then they killed her anyway. But first they gouged her eyes out. And apparently her eyes are now a holy relic, but I don't know if they're supposed to be her actual eyes or if it's a metaphor. What the hell? <laughs> yes, that's where Velak comes from. Thank you. But... Jesus... <laughs> ah, yeah, fair. What else, what else, what else? Between the blood of Christ and the eyes of St. Lucy, I think we're building up to a saintly Megazord.
1: <laughs> is that something that's going to be added to, like, the new, like, Verse? Is that the next thing that, that Monarch is going to be going after? <laughs>
0: that is actually pretty terrifying a prospect, so... <laughs> you know what? I'll take it.
1: Fair. Hmm...
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm already running out of shit.
1: <laughs> this was not a particularly memorable movie, was no, it? No,
0: the third act just turns into a big, giant action-chase scene kind of thing, where Storm Reed barely does anything, and Irene gets fucking bodied.
1: Oh, really? <laughs>
0: Actually, both of them get bodied. I'm kind of surprised they don't fucking just double over Die. and can't do anything from... Like, Valak just fucking slams Irene into a window at one point. Or into a like pillar that's support that's like a window support or something.
1: What's unfortunate is that in another instance of my brain going into its um overactive imagination, I don't know what this scene looks like, but I'm imagining Irene getting smashed against the window and then just hearing and and his name is John Cena playing <laughs> in the background.
0: <laughs> and then he flips Storm Reed over his shoulder. I don't know why I wrote down it's an over the shoulder flying nun, but <laughs>
1: It's a carry-on nun. It's a Pembroke Welsh Corgi. Is that a fucking... Is that a fucking nun over somebody's shoulder? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was one really confusing bit. So, the, the girl, Sophie, is being haunted by this fucking demon, right? hmm And the demon tricks her into opening a door upstairs for some reason. And she opens a door, and it leads into a fucking... The hallway of the Warrens' house in the future in America. What? It's like, just in case you forgot what movie's franchise this was from, let's remind you real quick.
1: That's unnecessary. It was none necessary. Oh my god.
0: (laughs) I'm keeping my promise,
1: no matter- (laughs) Okay, you know what? I feel like you should be proud of that one at least.
0: (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Good. <laughs>
0: no, what a what a generally terrible time this was. And by terrible I just mm. mean insensate. So then um the the whole bit with Storm Reed's character is she doesn't actually she she she's there because her dad sent her off to be there, and she doesn't mm. really like have a lot of religious faith. So obviously okay. you know that's gonna change.
1: As I say, it's like, well, what's going to challenge that religious fate more than anything else? Having to deal with, like, a demonic nun.
0: <laughs> yeah, but what actually does it is, at one point at the end, Valak tries to immolate... What's her name? Irene. Like he did to the mm. the pastor at the start of the... Or the, the priest? Whatever it was. At the start of the movie. But it doesn't work, because I guess she got help from beyond from her mom or something? Oh, really? And also, I think she might be a descendant of St. Lucy.
1: Uh, which came out of nowhere. I hate that. Yeah, I was going to say, and I'm assuming there's no build-up or lead-up to that at Not- all. It's just a thing like, surprise! Not really.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess technically speaking, there's a little bit of foreshadowing in the sense of her mom had visions and so did she, and the relic they're looking for are the eyes of St.
1: Lucy. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's hard to think of something much cornier than that.
1: Fair. Oh my god! I'm keeping it. my
0: promise, Greg! I'm keeping my promise!
1: I can't believe you worked that in, you fucking traitor. You can't believe I've done this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. What else have you- What else you got? <laughs> were
0: you gonna say what else have I- As far as as I, spoilers, I mean. Were you gonna say what as else have <laughs>
1: I mean, as far as spoilers, because holy shit, we can't keep this going. <laughs> sure
0: we can. I've got a million... I've got a million none of them.
1: Uh, Anyways. I got 99 problems, but a nun ain't one.
0: But a bitch ain't none. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, anyway. <laughs> I got
0: 99 problems, but Black ain't none. <laughs>
1: uh Oh, no, the, the previous one was better than that.
0: <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm genuinely already running out of shit. So... He, so then they both pray, and they're doing this whole <laughs> thing in a wine cellar, and <laughs> mm. they end up turning the wine into the blood of Christ and basically burning Valak what? with it, and he goes back to hell, except no, he fucking doesn't, because he has to come what? back
1: for Conjuring 2. Wait, does like the movie hint at, at Valak being gone? No because, no, because Valak does show up in the house in Conjuring Yeah, 2, no, Valak right.
0: catches on fire and disappears, and they act like it's a happy ending, and it's like, well, I know that's not true. Yeah. This whole thing spun off because Valak was a popular demon in The in the Conjuring 2. That's why the Nun movies exist. Mm. And then they act like they do a fake out with Frenchie dying and I'm kind of mad that they did because it's like oh, so now he gets a happy ending except he's still got to have a failed exorcism that's eventually he's not going to come back from as Ed Warren put it. So, mm. so I don't fucking, I don't understand. Is this a prequel? Is this an alternate continuity? What is this? Did somebody time travel?
1: It's nothing. To, it's none to write home about. That was bad. <laughs> that was really awful. Yep. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I tried I, my I, best. I to I can make stop that work. making jokes now.
0: You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had it with Nunny, but that mm. <laughs> you truly have taken home the golden turkey award.
1: <laughs> As I say, I feel I'm pretty confident in saying that is at. Uh, like, absolutely the worst joke I've personally made on this show.
0: Yep, that, that, that wins the Golden Turkey Award. Well done.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> I hope that's not an actual award. Let me look this up real quick. <laughs> I might have to rescind your Golden Turkey. <laughs> Fuck!
1: <laughs> what is it an award for?
0: It's a book that gives Golden Turkey Awards to films judged by the authors as poor in quality.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, then we can't use Yeah, I that. have to
0: rescind your Golden Turkey. Sorry.
1: Unfortunate. But it's the thought that counts.
0: Have a golden trollkey.
1: A golden JRR trophy.
0: <laughs> JRR trophy. I-,
1: I am so fucking
0: tired. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this review of the Nun Two, where all we do is make bad puns.
1: <laughs> because we don't care. About because the I don't movie give a enough. fuck
0: about what happens in this movie.
1: Is there anything else you want to go over before we completely lose our um,
0: minds? <laughs> they try to set up a, a the romance subplot between Frenchie and Sophie's mom. Okay, uh, f-
1: fine. It's not particularly convincing. <laughs> oh, no, a forced romance subplot in a horror movie is not totally convincing? It's like, oh, who would have thought?
0: <laughs> I feel like they did it just so they, just so they don't, if they want to make a nun 3, they don't have to be like, ah, yes, he and, Fre- Frenchie and Irene are still holding a torch for each other, but obviously Irene can't, because she, you know, she's a nun, so. Hmm. I feel like I did that just to just to get it over with and sink that ship.
2: Fair. Because there's a
0: bit where he he's walking off holding hands with Sophie, who's holding hands with him and her mom, and he glances back over his shoulder at uh, Irene, and she just like nods, and it's sort of bittersweet and somber, and just walk away, and that's where the movie ends somehow,
1: even though it's like, oh really? Fucking what about? Failed exorcism.
0: Fuck you! I didn't even mention the giant goat man. (laughs) Okay. That that really ought to tell you how just how much I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> There's a giant goat monster in this. Mm. Uh, it's barely an afterthought. He just chases around Storm Reed and some of the other girls, and Storm Reed doesn't do anything. Oh, fun. She, she, She's... At one point, like, a couple of the girls start peeking through a, uh... hole where they're hiding out to look for it, and you'd think, you know, the adult in the room would do it, but no, she's just cowering in the back.
1: Oh, dear. Fucking stupid. Oh, wait, that was the bit of... Oh, Shit! I just realized that was the bit shown in the trailer, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that's not until the end. Really? Yeah, believe it or not, that's that's not only is that, not only is that, not until the end. They actually changed a key element of it. Oh, really? The the figure she sees is not Valak. Oh, what is it? It's uh
1: the woman who runs the school who was killed earlier. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, why would you do that though? That's just a lot more work to like put that in an edit for In there. well,
0: presumably they didn't want to give away that w- when the when the lady who runs the school first appears that she's gonna die. Mm. So I can see that, and I can respect that.
1: Mm, f- fair enough. You could have just not put it in the trailer. Yeah, I was gonna say you could have also just not had it in the trailer to begin with.
0: But hey, I- I'm not in marketing.
1: Mm. If I was, Blue Beetle would be doing better than it was. <laughs> Just
0: wow! What was that?
1: <laughs> uh, passion.
0: Of all the things I've ever, of all the things I've ever done, that was one of the weirder ones.
1: It's fair.
0: So yeah, there's not really an ending to this. It just, it's kind of like Morbius. It just kind of stops.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Like the action wraps up, but you don't really like dwell on anything, or there's no dealing with the after effects. You just, just ends.
1: It's it's. Quite anticlimactic.
0: Yeah, pretty, pretty, yeah. Mm. So yeah, that was uh, that was the nun too. I certainly hope there's not a third one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fool me, nuns. Shame on no. you.
1: Sh- fool me, Christ. Shame on me. <laughs> you redeemed yourself. I don't know if redeemed is the correct (laughs) word for what I just said, but I'll take it.
0: No, that was great. I love it. (laughs) Anyways, thanks so much for listening, everybody. I forgot to do the thing that I was trying to do where I asked to like, comment, and subscribe earlier. So make sure you do that. Or follow us on Google Podcasts or Spotify. Whatever you want to do. Do whatever you feel
1: like. Yes, thanks. Like, Like, follow, subscribe. We we are glad that you enjoyed this total train wreck.
0: <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this total train wreck. I worked very hard to make it as gruesome as possible. I I like, I greased the rails I, I, I cut the brakes on the train I shot the conductor so he couldn't stop me. Mm. I did everything I could to make this as horrific as possible.
1: <laughs> Anyways, next week yeah, Next week we have
0: Well I think the standout is A Haunting in Venice.
1: Hmm, right.
0: However, there's also Camp Hideout.
1: I forgot what Camp Hideout is. I I hadn't heard of it until just this moment. I mean, probably A Haunting in Venice, then.
0: Yeah. Uh, probably. Because, like, I like Hercule Poirot. Mm hmm I still haven't seen either of the Kenneth Branagh ones, but I did like the original Murder on the Orient Express movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, actually, I think I still haven't watched that. Mm.
0: Oh, wait, have you not? No, I have not. I thought we did it for movie night at one point. I don't. If you did, I
1: wasn't there for it.
0: That's unfortunate. Hmm. Well, anyways, thanks so much for listening everybody. This has been under the bridge with Cody, aka the Scarlet Troll,
1: and with Greg, aka Greg.
0: And we'll catch you guys n- next week. <laughs> okay, goodbye everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>